Well, hello there. Thanks for listening to the Morning X This Week podcast. These are my favorite clips from the week. Big news over the weekend, of course, was the uh, football upsets. Not only did Tom Brady and the Buccaneers lose to the L.A. Rams at the last second, so did the Green Bay Packers. They lost 13-10 to the San Francisco 49ers thanks to a last-second field goal by former Chicago Bear Robbie Gold. And uh, here to talk about that with us this morning is our uh Green Bay Packers correspondent, P.D. the Packer fan. Good morning, P.D. Oh, poor guy. Now, why are you feeling so sad, I wonder? Because the Packers lost. Oh, yeah, they lost. I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it was a heartbreaking loss, too. I feel so shattered. Well, you feel shattered. That's how Bears fans feel. I've been telling you for a while to uh, come over to the dark side. Yeah, but you won't do it. I know you won't do it. The best thing you can do this morning is pick your head up, go on back to work. And... I can't go into work. Why can't you go back to work? Because I stink. Why do you smell so bad? Because I haven't been taking showers. You haven't been showering? Why not? <laughs> Because I want to look like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> well, I guess step one to looking like him would be uh, stop washing your hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now you can take a shower, head off to work. I am going to take a shower. I am. Well, you are going to take a shower. In the blood of Robbie Gold. Oh, the blood of Robbie <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Petey the Packer fan, ladies and gentlemen. 104.9. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev, and a lot of crappy news happened over the weekend, uh, including we lost comedian Louis Anderson. Uh, and uh, stuff like that just kind of gets to you, you know? It's always bad news, right? Well, I'm here to cleanse your palate with your weekly dose of good news. Some positive news stories from around the country and sometimes beyond. We'll start with two 12, uh, two 12 and 13 year old boys in Rhode Island. They recently saved three dogs from a fire. They heard a neighbor's smoke alarm going off. And realized that nobody was home, so they got the door code from another neighbor, got in, and got those dogs out of there. A couple of heroes there, huh? How about that? Turned out one of the dogs had jumped up and turned on a burner to the stove while a wood cutting board was a wood cutting board was on top of it. The cutting board is toast, but the house survived. A 19-year-old from Belgium. This, there's some, a couple of weird records that have been set here. Uh, a 19-year-old from Belgium named Zara Rutherford just set a, cur- a cool record. She's now the youngest woman to ever fly solo around the world. And uh, she didn't just break it. She crushed it. Previous record was uh, 30 years old. She's 19. A guy from Utah broke a record last week for the fastest marathon while dressed as a vegetable. Yes, in case you didn't know, there had already been a record for the marathon dressed as a vegetable. He wore a carrot costume, finished in two hours and 44 minutes. It takes me that long to play with myself sometimes. Uh, He raised a bunch of money for the Release Recovery Foundation with deals with addiction issues as well. So uh, congratulations to him. And, uh, you know, sometimes when life hands you lemons, you do something nice for somebody else. Making lemonade for other people. High school football team near Pittsburgh is in the news after their weightlifting session got canceled by severe weather last week. So they went out and shoveled people's driveways instead, which, yeah, that'll work out those muscles. The coach of the Bethel Park High uh, wrestling team sent out a message telling his team to shovel the driveway of somebody who's elderly or disabled and to not accept any money for it. Turns out it's actually a tradition for the team that dates back more than 20 years. How about that? 
People helping people. Positive news stories. Love to hear that. And that is your weekly dose of good news for some positive news stories from your own backyard. Check out rockrivercurrent.com. Yeah, more applause. Why not? And now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a tattlehead poking More on the Morning X after this. 819 on 104.9, the Morning X on a Monday morning. Uh, in the wake of a crazy weekend of upsets in the NFL playoffs, on the phone from footballabsurdity.com, Wally Ismail is back. What's up, man? Oh, good Lord. This was one of the best weekends of playoff football. How, how much football did you get a chance to watch this uh, weekend? You know, I, I I only caught highlights because uh, uh, I didn't have a, a way to watch this weekend. Oh, that's too bad. I, like, I'll be honest. Like, the one thing when the Rams were up like twenty-seven to like six, <laughs> right? I'm gonna be honest. I turned off the game. I counted out touchdown, Tom. <laughs> uh, turns out maybe I shouldn't have. Like, technically, I was right. But I'm so mad that I turned off that game. I decided to go to the theater and watch uh, Spider Man. Just because I wanted to see it a second time. I'm like, you know what? It's kind of snowy. No one's going to be around, so I'll feel comfortable being isolated. I watched it. That movie's still the best movie. Give Tom Holland an Oscar. Uh, like That movie gave me all the feels. Have you seen the new Spider-Man? Yes, I have, and I will allow it. Okay, yeah. It, it's, <laughs> it's amazing, right? It's the best It's the best Marvel movie they've made. But let's talk uh, to football. Because yeah, yeah. Speaking of amazing things, um, you did, okay, Kansas City-Buffalo, um, there's going to be definite debate because in the last two minutes, you had three touchdown passes. Like, you, you saw three game-winning drives within two-minute warning. Uh, yeah, I mean, because that it was it was last second with Robbie Gold. It was last second with the Rams, and uh, it was la- last second with the Chiefs, yeah. right? The Chiefs, yeah, were, the Chiefs it was, won in overtime, it was, right? Hmm? The yeah, Chiefs, Chiefs the, won in overtime, and they scored on that first drive. And uh, I had a four-game parlay on all the games. Uh, I had the first three games, like I picked the money line on the under. All those underdogs came through, and it's a two-minute warning. I was, it gave me the option to like cash out for like half of what I could have won, uh, and I had picked Buffalo, and I was like, I'm just cashing out because this is too stressful. <laughs> well, look, <laughs> so, I, I, like I, I've been seeing this debate online today uh, because of that. Do you think that Buff- I actually, Buffalo? I'm glad you asked. Buffalo- I already have. I have the answer for you. Yeah. I have the answer for you. Overtime rules, right? What we're talking about. Is yeah. it fair that Buffalo didn't have a chance? And I think for playoff overtime, you need to go to five-minute quarters. You get five minutes, just like the NBA. And then I know that like that makes it for more football, but everyone should have a chance to like have like a mini-quarter to come back. Right. I, I don't like that Buffalo didn't get a chance to touch the ball. And I understand, like, I used to be I used to be a big proponent. I didn't like the field goal rule, like, that every team gets a chance because I've always been of the belief that, like, defense matters. Like, if you can't stop them on defense, that's one thing. But let's be honest. Rules in the NFL favor offenses. So having so I don't think that argument holds weight anymore. No. I, I don't know. I mean, like, just, just one more just one more drive, right? I mean, give give us one more shot. It, it's, Here's the truth. Honestly, God, just giving us five more minutes. If that game's gone to overtime, we're in for it. Playoff overtime, give us five minutes. Let us enjoy it. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not going to turn it off at that point. I mean, yeah. if, you're, if you're worried about the viewers, like, tuning out, I yeah. don't think that's happening. And that gives you the option, like, and I think that also can make for interesting strategy, because if you have five minutes, hey, if you're that first team, you could just drag out the clock if you want sure and then like then people will be like hey you, you had five minutes to stop them and you didn't so we covered uh we covered chiefs uh we we've covered 
Tom Brady losing to the Rams, which, by the way, um, go Matt Stafford. I'm Team Matt Stafford from here on out. Oh, I've I've been I you know, you've, we've talked about this. Matt Stafford has always been underrated, and it's I'm very glad to see him in an NFC game. I want Matt Stafford with a Super Bowl just for every Lions fan. <laughs> uh, well, actually, honestly, it's usually people who aren't Lions fans who uh, give Matt Stafford grief. Yeah, you know, I I, like, I think he's too. Him, he 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 dragged. Lion, the Lions to like respectability so many years, and people don't <laughs> understand it. And now that he's on a good team, hey, lo and behold, one of the best quarterbacks in football. Who knew? Anyone who watched football knew. That's who. Yeah, it was. It was. It was always apparent. He just, you know, didn't have a good squad around him. Uh, but let's yeah. let's shift gears one more time. And how about the sweetness of former Bear, former Bear Robbie Gold, finishing that game and finishing Aaron Rodgers for the season? I. I'm going to be honest with you. I forgave Ryan Pace for cutting uh, Robbie Gold <laughs> at that moment, right? <laughs> at that moment, just because that gave us that moment. Because there's nothing Robbie Gold would have done since then that would have caused the joy I would have had in watching Aaron Rodgers get eliminated from the playoffs. Oh my God! I'm I, I'm just going to be honest. I am like, and I, I'm sad. I am sick of Aaron Rodgers. He's just turned into just like he's a turd. He, he, well, no, he's just—he's not even—he's just that guy. He's that guy when you were in college, who was just contrary for the sake of being contrary. I'm not even sure he believes a lot of what he's trying to do. He's just trying to be a—he's just trying to be a dick, basically. I mean, am I allowed to say that? I'm sorry. No, yeah, you're you're good. You're, you're good. Yeah, you see him. You, you see. I mean, because you I want to keep saying it. You, I want to say it a lot. Look, you can put him he's side by side. Science. If you put it side by side, his press conferences this year and press conferences in in past years, he is definitely being a dick this year on purpose. Yeah, yeah, on purpose. And like, and I'm going to be perfectly honest, and this is the hypocrisy in me. I'm actually all about quarterbacks being dicks to the media. I just I don't agree with how he's doing it. So, right, <laughs> I guess seem to recall. If I, if I believed him, if I agreed with him, I'd be a hundred percent on board. So I. I the people who do that, but at the same time, I don't like guys who are just contrary for the sake of being contrary. Well, you know, there's like, a there's a lot of Packer you know fans. You know, listen, there's a lot of Packer fans listening to my show right now who are yelling. I seem to remember quite an a hole quarterback on the Chicago Bears squad named Jay Cutler, and uh, you know what? Oh, don't get me wrong. I got sick of Jay Cutler real quick too, but I will say this: I, I did enjoy. I did enjoy. Hey, him telling Mike Marks to f off. Uh, <laughs> one of the best. One of my top five Bears memories, because every other Bears fan wanted to say the exact same thing to him. Sure. So, sure they did. Yeah. It, yeah. Oh God, and you know, twenty two. Like right before, like right after we hung up the phone last time we talked, Ryan Pace ended up getting fired. Like, yes. I feel like we should address. The Bears had coaching. I'm going to be honest with you. Here's the guy I think is going to get hired by the Bears, and this is why. It's going to be Jim Caldwell, old Colts and Detroit Lions uh, head coach. And I'm going to be honest. If he is the guy who's hired, I'm going to be happy because he's an A, an offensive guy, and B, he's an adult. Yeah. Like, and I think more than anything, <laughs> that's what I want in Chicago. I just need an adult running things. If I if I know that, because I can't trust Ted Phillips and George McCaskey to be an adult. Did you hear that press conference? I, I the end did, of your press conference. I did see clips on it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Did you now, did you get a chance to hear Olin Kruitz's response? On I, the score? I think I read something about it, uh, but enlighten me real quick. Uh, oh, basically, he called out George McCaskey real hard. And it was a thing of beauty because Olin Krutz, like imagine calling Olin Krutz a liar. 
No, I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't would call him anything. Assume that? You wouldn't, no. And here's the thing. Guys like that don't need to lie because they don't care. They can be honest because they can still beat you up. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's huge. Like, I've known that guy. You're like, okay, uh, a fellow comic friend of ours that, like, we both know, Rudy Ruiz. Yeah, Rudy. Would you ever accuse Rudy Ruiz of being a liar? Probably not. That no. dude's the most. No, he's the most honest person I know. He's honest to a fault. Is he, can can he be a dick? Yeah, it's what we love about him. <laughs> sure, yes, absolutely. Like same as same as Owen Cruz. Oh right. man, like if you get a chance, it's I, it's on YouTube. If you want to watch the entire Owen Cruz interview, you'll listen to it and you'll be like, God. And it, it just makes you mad because George McCaskey like has to remember Owen Cruz is uh he's a Bears legend. He's he is a borderline Hall of Famer, and he's borderline. a guy who has done nothing. Huh? I was just I was just reiterating borderline there. Yeah, I think borderline. Like I think he's just he falls just short. I see the argument both ways, and I tend to be kind of like strict on those like Hall of Fame debates. But like I I think he very well like he was the best center in football for a decade. Like, and you don't you don't you don't disrespect the foreign player like that, even if he's being an idiot. As an owner, you're supposed to take the high road. Like the fact that, like the last two George McCaskey like press conferences, all they've done is let me realize if the Bears ever win, it's going to be through luck. Like they're going to have to luckily get the right hire because they're not going to hire them through competence. Right? They've shown that. Sure, <laughs> they've made that abundantly clear. <laughs> hey, man, we do have to wrap it up here, but I want to get your predictions. Uh, I believe that your playoff bracket has changed now, hasn't it? Well, how do you, how do you see the rest I, of the playoffs I going? We have. Um, well, I mean, I had Buffalo and Dallas, and like, I'm going to be honest. I picked when I picked Dallas. I was like, I feel like betting on a Mike McCarthy Dallas team to advance in the playoffs is just setting myself up for disaster. <laughs> it was pure math based. Sure. Like when I make my decisions, it's usually based on math. Like I don't feel bad about my Buffalo prediction. I think like you saw that Kansas. If you, well, you didn't, but if you saw that Kansas City game, you'd see that th- that team did everything it could to win and just couldn't beat. A really good Kansas City team. So I'm picking Kansas City to beat the Bengals, which is too bad because I want Joe Burrow to win. I, I'm rooting for the Bengals, but the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, and oh, I they, think in the end of the... The Chiefs, huh? the Chiefs go all the way? I, well, no. You know what? I'm going to say the Chiefs go and they play the Rams in the Super Bowl. I'm not going to pick them to win. I think Rams are going to take it, though. I, I like that prediction, and I'm going I'm to go with you on that one. Uh, I kind of feel the same way. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if the 49ers oh, well, here, have what it takes you know to I'm, eliminate you know the Rams. I'm picking the Rams, though, right? Because they were my preseason favorite. They're the ones I said we're going to win the Super Bowl at the beginning of the season. So, and you're still on track with that. I'm like, I might as well. Yeah, that way I can roll with it and be like, I called it from the beginning. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we traded. I knew. We definitely got to wrap it up here. But uh, Wally is mail. Footballabsurdity.com is his website. Find him on Twitter at I am the Wally and on Twitch at Football Absurdity. Thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Appreciate it. This is the Morning X. If spilling hot coffee on your crotch with a morning show. <laughs> That would be us. 1049 The Morning X at 717. It is Kev, President Joe Biden in the news. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I guess somebody asked him a dumb question at a press conference. Uh, I haven't really been paying attention uh, to all of that. But I guess somebody asked him a really dumb question or one he perceived as dumb. And uh, he responded under his breath, not knowing anybody could hear him. And he called the guy a dumb son of a bitch or something. Like, oh, here it is. What a stupid son of a bitch. Yes. Yeah. What a stupid son of a bitch, he says. Now, I'm not condoning name-calling. He's, he's definitely not the first president to call somebody names. Uh, I'm not condoning name-calling or bullying or whatever. But haven't you felt like that sometimes? Somebody says something to you, and you're just like, <sighs> What a stupid son of a bitch. 
<laughs> you feel that way sometimes, don't you? Some people are like, the president shouldn't swear, which, you know, maybe he shouldn't, but he's not the first president in history to swear either. Uh, I mean, we know the former president, uh, 45, swore, uh, but what about John F. Kennedy? Don't you remember when he said this? Ask not what your c- can do for you. <laughs> Ask what you can do for your c- I mean, does anybody remember that famous speech? Am I the only one? And then after him, Richard Nixon got on TV and started talking foul. Because people have got to know whether or not their president is a Well, I'm not a I've everything I've got. <laughs> uh, you know, these are famous speeches. I don't know where you've been in history. But if you're mad at Joe Biden, you got to be mad at George W. Bush, too. Because remember when George W. Bush famously said this. There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, me once. On you. If we can't get again. So come on, cut the guy some slack, huh? He's like a hundred. He's got no filters. It went downhill from there. 1049, the morning X. 1049 the morning X, it is Kevin. It's Tuesday. Hey, why don't we do a celebrity dump? Uh somebody stole my fart noise button. Yeah, I was gonna say, isn't there like a a flatulent noise? I guess they'd had enough. You know, <laughs> I don't care how old I get, it'll never not be funny. Farts are always going to be funny, right? Always. Since I was a kid, you ever remember in class when someone ripped one? That's the funniest thing ever when you're like, you know, in sixth grade, fifth it's grade. It's still the funniest thing ever. In a meeting. I would love to be in one of our meetings and then someone just, oh, please, please. <laughs> From the sales staff or whatever. I don't care. Maybe I'll do it just for fun. Just, yeah. So we're going to need everybody to uh, up their game when it comes to posting on social media. <laughs> I would I would die. <laughs> I would, I would, I'd have to leave. I would physically have to get up and walk out of the meeting. We're going to need some. We're going to need you guys to be a little bit more local on the air. <laughs> I'm laughing now, and we're not even doing it. <laughs> right. I mean, God, I'm immature. If, if, look, look, I don't care what kind of a curmudgeon you are, in secret, you laugh at farts. Of course. You must. It's the funniest noise on planet Earth. Now, are farts funny because they come from your butt? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or are butts funny because that's where farts come from? A little from column A. It's like chicken and the egg, you know? We right, just, which we'll came ne- first. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but George Carlin said farts are funny because they are poop without the mess. Yeah, it's, that is true. Yeah. But sometimes there is that with it, which <laughs> right. is even funnier. Right. You don't want to shart. You don't, you don't want to do that either. Not as an adult. No. That's embarrassing. It happens, though. It does happen. It depends on what you've been mm-hmm. eating. Yep. But it does. <laughs> Let's move on. There's your celebrity dump sound effect. Uh, so Arnold Schwarzenegger almost killed some people. I saw that. He's had a pretty bad car accident in Los Angeles on Friday. His Yukon ended up on top of two other cars, a Prius and a Porsche. Well, that's what Yukons do, you know. You can drive over other cars in those giant, massive things. Uh, the woman that was driving the Prius was bleeding heavily from her head and ended oh. up in the hospital. There's no word on her condition. And uh, Arnie appeared to be unhurt. Well, I thought I read that it was just minor injuries. Like, it wasn't, uh, everyone's going to be fine. It was his fault, though. Yeah. He was turning left. Against a red arrow, so he didn't, uh, but he wasn't ticketed. Which, I mean, you give Arnold Schwarzenegger a ticket. Right. Unless it was that Terminator <laughs> cop that was on the scene. Remember him? Yeah. Have you I seen this boy? I was not speeding. I, did, I, to- I had a green arrow. I was looking for a terrible man doll. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen this boy? That, that <gasps> Hold cop, on a that second. Cop shows up. Hold on, we need a bell. 
We get a bell every time we do a typical white guy impression in oh, here. Oh, yeah. Well, Schwarzenegger is the, the, the number one voice anyone can do. Quintessential, yeah. It's not that everybody can do it. It's that everybody will try. We can't really do it. Well, no, only one person can do it. And that's Come on. on. Yeah. That's about... You are not bad at it. I. You got to have that deep bar- like C- baritone kind of... Yeah. My, it, my voice isn't deep enough to do most of the impressions I want to do. Yeah. I got this kind of nasally high Chicago voice. But if that was me and I, I got hit by Arnold, I'd be like, oh my God, the Terminator just almost ran me over. That'd be crazy. That's just surreal. That's a story to tell, but I don't think you're thinking that if your uh, head is bleeding in the hospital. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would be thinking. I'd be like, this guy's got money. <laughs> uh, Steve-O from Jackass is saying he wants to end his Jackass era by getting breast implants and getting shot in the jaw. That doesn't, like, shock me. Like, I, why is that supposed to be shocking? It's Steve-O. Right. At what point? I mean, this, if you put a taser to your balls on TV, is anything you do after that going to be surprising? This is the guy who shoved a matchbox car up his butt. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, they co- didn't, he, didn't he cover his entire junk in bees? I think he did. Yep. <laughs> so, I whatever. Fine. How? <laughs> what do you have to do to be shocking if you're Steve-O from Jackass? Or Johnny Knoxville, for that matter, who's had injuries that are horrific. Doesn't he have a back tattoo of himself, given the thumbs up? He does, yeah. which which is hilarious. <laughs> which is pretty good. It's hilarious. Johnny Knoxville, is almost, how is he still alive? He's he's almost killed himself a thousand times. I know. They all have. He, he broke his... Uh, his Johnson. I heard that. Yeah. I mean, at that point, I'm done with Jackass. Yeah, I think I'm retiring. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and I don't feel like breaking my penis anymore. <laughs> Those guys are insane. <laughs> they really are. Uh, Peter Dinklage is pissed off. I love him. Uh, me too. Uh, Game of Thrones, it, look, even when the show started to kind of stink a little bit, he was still great in Game of Thrones. People know him from that, but he also has other great roles. He was an elf. My God. Oh, call me elf one more call time. Call me one more time, my friend. So funny. And he, he shows up all sorts of places. Yeah, and he's mad now because they're remaking Snow White. Right. Uh, with a Latina actress, which he's not mad about that. He says, that's a great progressive choice, but you're still making a movie about dwarves in a cave. I see his point, but that's also the story, so I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we just have to get rid of those. I mean, uh, what if it was like Snow White and the Seven Ninjas? Oh, that would be cool. You know, it's the Snow White. A retelling in, of it. Snow White and the Seven Assholes. <laughs> she just lives in a cave with a bunch of dicks. <laughs> That'd be fine, too. I like ninjas. I kind of like that, Kevin. Uh, yeah, with, with the fun ninja names, you know, grumpy, stinky, whatever the hell they were. I don't know, but that would be cool. Or she could live with anybody, really. How about... Six other women. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> Why not just change them to <laughs> mythical characters, right? Because a dwarf now is a thing we know. It's a real thing. Well, Lord of the Rings, you know. And right. It's not the magical. Maybe maybe change it to, like, you know, something like the Ewoks, you know? Make make a uh, make them... <laughs> Snow White and the seven Ewoks. That There you go. That's what I want to see. I'm not saying make them Ewoks. I'm saying something like that. That's like a creature instead a of... A creature. Instead of a, a, a manifestation person. of, like, a, a physical human being that actually exists that could be offensive... To him, and that's why he's pissed off. He's like, he's like, have I not been? He's on Mark Maron's podcast saying, have I not been loud enough from my soapbox about it? You know, come on, like, congratulations on making one progressive choice. I hear his point. But you're only doing like one eighth of the thing you're supposed to do here. I understand what he, where he's coming from. On Me, that one. as somebody who will never watch the remake of Snow White, I don't give a crap. I don't either. Honestly, I'll never see it. I never really cared for the first movie that much. Anyway, I don't know. Then again, Peter Dinklage did. Play somebody they called the Imp for eight seasons on Game of Thrones, and he's made his money and his career 
entire career off playing characters like that. Right. I mean, it, it's it's tough, but you know, I, I believe. I, out of anybody, he's qualified to say, hey, knock it off with the Seven Dwarfs thing. Yeah, I think so. Maybe this time. I don't know. What do I know? I'm furthermore, in radio. <laughs> I, I, furthermore, it better not be Snow White and the seven thirty-something bald overweight guys. <laughs> I'd pay to see that. I would, too. The Morning X with Cab. The noise is almost unbearable. You can hardly hear yourself think. Rockford's own rock morning show. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. It is your Tool of the Day in the Morning Axe, powered by Retool of Rockford. They buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street, and we make fun of one idiot a day, a.k.a. a tool. And uh, we're going to go down to Florida for this one. Cops in Vero Beach, Florida, got a call Saturday about a 30-year-old named Eric Bennett who was, quote, visibly intoxicated and on an unknown substance. And while they were talking to him, they noticed his pockets were filled with something because they were bulging out. So they asked if he had any weapons on him, and he responded by telling them that he had a bag full of syringes in his pocket, but he claimed they weren't for drugs. Uh, they were for fishing. You know how sometimes when you're fishing, you're having trouble catching something, so you get out a syringe full of meth, and you inject it into the water so all the fishes get high on meth and die, so that you can just put them in your net, take them home, and eat them, and then, then you get to have the meth. Uh, he claimed they were not for drugs, they were for fishing. <laughs> But he didn't elaborate. He didn't have any other fishing equipment with him. Uh, he did have a cigarette pack with a bag of fentanyl inside, though. So they arrested him for possession. He's been arrested in the past for grand theft, drunk driving, driving without a license, and possession of drug paraphernalia. He's doing court next month, and he will sit until then in tool jail. Woo! Don't be a tool like this fool with the right tool for your job. Is at Retool of Rockford. Find him on East State Street next to Chuck E. Cheese. Go and see Dave. Tell him the morning accent you. Visit rockfordretool.com. We're going to take a break because sitting on your ass and drinking coffee in between fart jokes is just so exhausting. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is in the room. What's up, Matt? Hey, I'm freezing. Dude, negative 18 when I woke up this morning. How is that legal? You know, the coldest here in Rockford, I heard, is like negative 25. So like we're getting to like the, the record books getting here. Getting record. Yeah, I mean, the wind blows at all. And you're like chilly willy, you know, coming out of the water as an ice cube. Step outside, take a deep breath, and you can't breathe. I know. It's ridiculous. I had my dog out. I was worried he was going to die this morning. No, was he? God, that dog. Is he like just shaking? Tiny. I mean, he can't. He has to like pick up his feet because they're too cold. If you've never seen a dog try and pick up all four feet at the same time, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Get him some boots, man. Uh, We do have them. Uh, Only this morning they were completely soaked from last night. I didn't want to put him in wet shoes to take him outside. Gosh, being a dog parent is so hard. (laughs) It's the hardest job ever. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding, That's actual parents. Job. I'm just kidding. Uh, it's time for nerd news. Nerd news. Nerd! This is pop culture news that doesn't involve Kardashians. Oh, good. Thank God. Uh, yesterday, we were talking a little bit about Peter Dinklage and how he was uh, pissed off about the Snow White and Seven Dwarfs movie. Yeah. Uh, and his comments have already made their way back to Disney, and Disney is responding. And say they don't care, right? No, they're, they're saying, quote, to avoid reinforcing stereotypes from the original animated film, we are taking a different approach with these seven characters and have been consulting with members of the dwarfism community. Uh, we look forward to sharing more about the film uh, as it heads into production after a lengthy development period. So it looks like they're going to have cultural consultants just like they did with the uh, live-action Aladdin and Mulan movies. Cool. That's the age we live in now, cultural consultants. 
And it's nothing wrong with that. I like it. No, it's good. Progress. Move forward. Yeah, I mean, have somebody on set to be like, hey, yeah, these Native Americans wouldn't be wearing that. Yeah, you know what I mean? There, that, that kind of thing. You're right. There needs to be that. Because back in the day, there was not, as you know, you grew up in the 80s like me. Yeah, they were just like, hey, uh, you know, white people just made movies back then. And they were just like, hey, all, you know, American uh, Indians all wore this. Yes. You know? And they called them Indians. I know. Uh, I remember. Until very recently. I, I that's how it's been since when we were growing up. So I'm glad that things are starting to, I don't know. You, yeah. Go go through the history of Disney movies, especially. Well, we don't want to get into it. Tons, yeah. tons. <laughs> Watch want. Peter Pan. Oh. That's why I'm thinking about Native Americans, because in Peter Pan, there's a whole scene where it's like, oh boy, couldn't do this nowadays. A, a little cringy. Yeah. Oh, very. Very. It's weird the way you see things now you know. through a different lens, as they say. Uh, Playboy. Yeah, they've been. <laughs> they, are they naked in Playboy still? Matt. Or no? <laughs> 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 um, what I understand, they are not. They do not show nudity in Playboy magazine. Dude, what's anymore. the point of having Playboy? I don't know. Magazines are magazines. I'm not reading the articles. Articles in there. Yeah, yeah you're gonna read the articles. There used to be like short fiction, mm-hmm. like in Stephen King's early career. He used to send stuff into Playboy, and they'd put like a horror story in the magazine, just oh, like yeah. in the middle of all these boobs. Here's a, here's a story about ghosts. A horror story in the middle of all those. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what were you gonna say? Come on, Nothing, spit it no, out. I can't say it. No. Horrors, all those horrors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's what they're trying to avoid: statements like that, Matt Hall. Yep. Uh, there's a new show called Secrets of Playboy on A and E, where the women are revealing what actually went on, and uh, they're reassessing Hugh Hefner and his empire. Which is a lot sleazier and misogynistic than we were led to believe. Well, did you not think it was? I mean, he guy married seven blonde women and, and a man, lived in a mansion where no one wore any clothes. What, what do you think is happening there? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, my God. So, Playboy is saying, we hardly know that guy, talking about Hugh Hefner. Uh, oh, today's yeah. Playboy is not Hugh Hefner's Playboy. We trust and validate these women and their stories, and we strongly support those individuals who have come forward to share their experiences. So, basically what's happening is Hugh Hefner is being canceled post-mortem. Okay, I mean, you know, it's complicated. If uh, atrocities were happening, that's not cool, like, right. during those times. Right, yeah, and, and you know what? I bet it was. I bet there I'm was. I'm sure there was things that were happening that were like, hey, you know, that's probably There not was good. a lot of consensual stuff going on. Also that too, like you go to the Playboy Mansion, you know what you're getting into. Right. You go live at the Playboy Mansion, I think you know what exactly you're signing up for. But when you work or live there, you don't expect those party type things to happen when it's just a Tuesday. You know what I mean? That's like, true. Like you shouldn't have to deal with that yeah. kind of crap, you know. So, I don't um, know. So they're saying, you know, we will never be afraid to confront the parts of our legacy as a company that do not reflect our values today. Well, well when you took the boobs out, you lost a lot of us anyway. I don't think, I'm surprised they're still, you take the boobs away, I'm surprised. But do you need boobs in a magazine anymore? You got the internet. Yeah, seriously. The, the internet came along and just ruined magazines if, forever. If you want to see boobs. I'll tell you what, though. I couldn't wait for my parents to go on like out to dinner or something when I was a kid. I would run to my dad's. I knew where he kept them. Well, yeah, that was that was the whole thing. Is when when you were a kid, when you were our age as a kid, there wasn't the touch of a button. For, what, what? There was no Pornhub.com. No, getting porn was an espionage mission. <laughs> really, and you had to be quick about it. It was a heist. You yeah. had to get your friends involved and mm-hmm. be like, "You watch the door. You watch the driveway. I'm going to go into my brother's room and get the Playboy." Uh huh. Yeah, you knew. Those are the days. It was going to be hard work, and you know what? You earned it. Yeah. You were like, 
what's that between her legs? But, you know, you liked the boobs. That's the first time I saw it. That's, that, that's how I yeah. saw everything was Playboy. Uh, while we're uh. on the subject of sex, real quick. Am I getting canceled yet? I feel like I've said a number of things that are going to... No. I, 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 don't, I don't think you're <laughs> okay. in cancel country yet. Okay. Uh, M&M's just changed their characters in their commercials to make the lady M&M characters less sexist. Well, good. I mean, again, we, we need to, like, stop doing that. Right. Did you need to make your, your right. the green M&M hot? Did that need... No. Did you need to do that? You don't need to do it. They're M&Ms. They're walking, talking pieces of goddamn candy. It's just candy. Do we even need... Like, they don't even need to advertise. I'll buy M&Ms just because I see them on the store shelf. Right. Why does she need sweet calves? She doesn't. Does she need, like, long lashes? I don't... Yeah, so... Cares. She used to wear... Uh, the green M&M used to wear sexy knee-high boots, but now she's in sneakers. Okay. Uh, the brown M&M wore stilettos, but now she's in chunkier heels that are supposed to be more professional. Mm. Still sexy, though. And they're also going to be more supportive of <laughs> each other in the commercials. Oh, more supportive? Yeah. Uh, the green uh, Green's bio on the M&M's website even changed. Oh. It says she enjoys being, quote, a hype woman for her friends. What's a hype woman? You know, a hype woman. <laughs> Women who build up all their friends, you know. It should also say, and I'm also delicious. You should try me. I'm also made of chocolate, so I shouldn't be talking and in the I'm first place. And I'm not real. And I'm not real, right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, good, good. I mean, good for the ending of sexism. I think that's good. I'm uh, glad we're getting into, yes. we got a long way to go, but we'll start with the hot M&Ms and move up from there. All right? <laughs> okay. That, my nerds, is your news. Oh, boy. The uh, laxatives just kicked in, so we're going to take a quick break. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. Time for some food news. Stuff about the stuff that you stuff. Uh, how is this not an option here yet? Starting next Wednesday, McDonald's is going to start selling chicken Big Macs with chicken instead of the uh, burger in the Big Macs, but only in the UK. It's just like a regular Big Mac, but with two fried chicken patties, and they're just testing it, so it's only going to be on the UK menu until about March 15th. A few countries in the Middle East already have it on their permanent menu, though, so it's not a totally new thing. Uh, I would like them to test it here, because I would definitely eat that. If you want one, the best you can do is hack and order a Big Mac, but ask for McChicken patties instead of burgers. They might do it. I don't know. They might charge you for it, though. Also on the McDonald's side, good news for McFlurry fans. McDonald's is testing on a new one called the Peanut Butter Crunch McFlurry. Do they even need to test this? Of course that's going to be good. It looks like it's got crushed up peanut butter cookies in it along with some chocolate. People spotted it at a McDonald's outside of L.A., but it's not clear how many other locations have it or when it might go nationwide. <laughs> I think it should go nationwide right now. Uh, they had a Reese's Peanut Butter Cup McFlurry at one point. It was one of the most popular versions they've ever done, but it got discontinued for some reason. There's a whole Facebook community dedicated to bringing that back. So if you like that version, this new Peanut Butter Crunch one uh, sounds pretty similar. And hey, if you're looking to just melt her heart this Valentine's Day, if you're having trouble finding the thing for your lady, get her some heart-shaped chicken nuggets. Tyson is selling heart-shaped chicken nuggets for Valentine's Day because nothing says romance like reconstituted chicken parts molded into the shape of a heart. Uh, they had them last year, too, but you had to win them. This time, they're selling them in stores nationwide, including Walmart. Can we just change the... Uh, can, <laughs> can we change the music here for a second for this? Yeah, we need this. That's right. Now you can buy heart-shaped chicken nuggets at Wally Mart. They're doing a different giveaway instead. There's a pen... That holds dipping sauce. 
and it lets you write on the nuggets so that they look like conversation hearts. They're only giving away 250 of these pens, and it's happening next week on Monday. Go to Tyson's Instagram page and look for a news uh, post about it. Then reply to it. Tag your Valentine and use the hashtag Say It With Nuggets and hashtag Sweepstakes. And that, my friends, is your food news. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. It's 104.9 The Morning X. Kev here. And you can see our guest this morning on the Netflix series, The Comedians. He's got a half-hour special. There's Dusty Slay. What's up, Dusty? All right. We're having a good time. I'm pumped to be here. <laughs> I love that. You like to tell people they're having a good time. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't <laughs> leave it up for them to decide. You might get the wrong answer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. And we are having a good time. Uh, we mentioned the uh, Netflix half-hour special there. And you're on tour right now. But I noticed, looking through your tour dates, no Northern Illinois dates. We got to fix that. We got to get you at the Chicago Improv in Schaumburg or something. Yeah, you know, I was just there. I feel like at the end of 2021, I was there, Schaumburg. Oh, so we missed you. Yeah, hopefully I can come back, though. I really do like coming there. Yeah, it's a beautiful club. I've worked there myself, man. It's comfortable. They, they uh, make you feel good there. Yeah, it's a really nice club. And I used to do the uh, Zanies in St. Charles a bit. Ah, the barn, uh, the, the big barn. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. I've done uh, Rosemont Zanies a couple of times. Sure. Well, actually, I've done it one time. I did one one show there. My uh, my buddy Lou caught you there, man. He said you killed it. Okay, awesome. Uh, let's learn a little bit about Dusty Slay. Where are you from? I grew up in Alabama. I spent the first 21 years of my life at a town called Opelika, Alabama, where I uh, spent time with divorced parents at a trailer park and on a farm, <laughs> and then um, moved to Charleston, South Carolina when I was 21, and I spent 10 years there partying and selling pesticides. Yeah, that sounds, then, that sounds definitely safe for your health. Yeah, I was... Uh, <laughs> Uh, health was not a concern for me at all uh, during that period. Uh, but right before I left Charleston, I quit drinking, I quit smoking cigarettes, I quit selling pesticides, I sold my car, I rode a bike everywhere, and I changed my whole lifestyle. And then uh, in 2014, I moved to Nashville, where I've been since then, and um, I try to try to keep it pretty healthy these days. Sure. And um, But I've been doing comedy. I, I moved to Nashville with the goal of learning to work the road as a comic. Nashville is geographically located in such a good place that there are cities very close by that you can drive to and do comedy. Sure. And my goal was to become full-time, and I've been, I, I had a job for about six months in Nashville, if that, maybe even four months, and I became a full-time comic and have been since then. There's a Zanies in Nashville, right? And uh, how's, how's the uh, rest of the scene out there? Well, Zanies is amazing. I have a monthly show I do there at Zanies, and I do lots of other shows there. It's my favorite club in the country. I love it. Um, the rest of the scene, I think, is good. I mean, we have uh, a few other clubs. We have a lot of comics moved here during the during the pandemic and um but they all all the best comics do zanies uh you know and then we have a local open mic scene that you know is like most uh, local scenes sure uh you have some good comics and some absolutely horrific comics <laughs> you know and that you know the same could be said for the actual working uh roster as well uh not just the yeah. open micers you know but it's you know comedy is such a subjective thing man uh, you could you could love one comedian that someone else hates you know that's uh that's a, actually a good thing but you i see here you've shared the stage with uh, brad paisley and josh turner who uh, for our listeners both country musicians uh but what is it like opening for a musician as a comedian it's got to be a the audience got to receive you a little bit differently don't they 
Yeah, I think, and it, it, it's all about the setting, too. You know, with Brad Paisley, he actually did a comedy show. I, I don't know if he was trying to get into comedy or what he was doing, but he did a, you know, he did a comedy showcase where he hosted and brought us up. Uh, with Josh Turner, uh, you know, people came to, it was in a comedy club, but they came to see Josh Turner, okay. and I opened, and I had to turn a Josh Turner crowd into a comedy crowd, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun. I actually did a, I had a really good set. The, uh, I remember the even the the club owner coming out and telling me he's like, man, you really you really turned that audience tonight. He said, that, and that that's not easy to do. I've also opened for the band Alabama in an arena, uh, six thousand people, and that went surprisingly well. I did the Charlie Daniels Jam Band, uh, not the Jam Band, the Charlie Daniels Volunteer Jam at okay. the Bridgestone Arena, where the Predators play here in Nashville, uh, followed the uh, band Big and Rich, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy, oh, yeah. and uh, that went surprisingly well. So I think it's just all about how, you know, what the audience is there for and how, how you're able to approach it. Yeah, I'm sure you can connect with them. You're a country music fan yourself, right? Uh, I love country music. Yeah, what's the, uh, what, what do you love so much about country? Because, you know, it, it's on this show, uh, we're supposed to pretend we don't like it, but I grew up listening to it, so I can't. Well, you know what? I mean, uh, in a lot of ways, depending on the kind of country, I mean, it, it really does, you know, it can go either Like, Charlie Daniels could have easily been a rock band, in my opinion. You know, I mean, they get labeled country, but they jam. I mean, I love rock, too, you know, and it's like... Uh, Merle Haggard loved to jam, but what I like is that a good country song can have you reminiscent about times you never had. Okay. You know, <laughs> like I didn't. I, I, my family never went to the lake growing up. We weren't a lake family, but I hear a country song about the lake. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, it's definitely it, it's definitely uh, paints a picture. Yeah, and, and it's like country uh, that jams. Uh, you know what I like is you have good lyrics. And then you have great music that goes along with it. I think, you know, Leonard Skinner is Southern Rock, but they're, uh, they're pretty close to being a country band to be. Bob Seger is rock, but pretty close to being country, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, if you look at the subject matter, you know, it's the storytelling and all that. It's, def yeah. it's definitely right up there in, in the country realm for sure. And you're talking about Charlie Daniels. Dude, that dude's basically Eddie Van Halen on the fiddle. Oh, yeah. I mean, he... Uh, there's a song called Talk to Me Fiddle, and it's Charlie Daniels just like telling a story about a fiddle through the years. Like it's an old fiddle that's been passed over to different types of people uh -huh. who, who played their style of music on it, and he switches up the styles. And it's really unbelievable. I mean, it's talent. We could talk about music all day. Uh, I think uh, since we're talking to you, we ought to talk about comedy a little bit. I, what I love about your comedy is uh, the simplicity. You know, you don't try to get into any of the big issues. And I think you feel comfortable right there, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, m my whole goal is that when people walk in to see me, that I want them to be able to watch me, whether it's a half hour on Netflix or an hour when you see me live, is I want you to be taken out of this world, taken out of this dark world that seems to be crumbling around us and just laugh for an hour. You know, I don't want to remind you of those things. I want you to go, oh, this is fun. This is funny. I can relax and all my worries are gone for this little bit of time. As far as I'm concerned, and I kind of carry this with me when I do my morning show, I don't even feel like I'm qualified to touch on major issues anyway. I don't know if you ever feel yeah, that way. Yeah, I mean, way. absolutely. I mean, I got opinions, but we all got opinions. Sure. You know, that don't make it valid, you right, know? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I'm glad to see there's somebody out there who uh, loves wearing trucker hats like me. Uh, they're the only hats I like. Absolutely. Sometimes people will send me hats, and they'll send me these very cool hats, and I'm just like, that's <laughs> not for me. It's like, I appreciate you sending it, but I want an old school trucker hat. Hell yeah. You, you got your own, right? You sell merch? Oh, yeah, and I try to get them. I mean, even my hat, I, I like my hats a lot, but they're not even as old school as I would like them to be. I really have a hard time finding somebody that can make me the old school trucker hats and you know, but maybe maybe that's what makes them old school is you can't recreate it. Right. Yeah, they're they're not produced the same way they used to. Everything's kind of mass produced and rushed out, man. But if you want that high yeah. quality classic trucker hat, you're gonna have to look a little harder. That's true. It uh, is true. So uh, where can we find you online? Where can we get our own Dusty Slate trucker hat? Well, they're sold out right now. Son Netflix of a has bitch. been very good for my online store, but um, DustySlate.com is where they will be once I get them back in stock. Uh, and you can find me uh, on all social media platforms, basically at Dusty Slate. Amazing. Yeah, the uh, Comedians on Netflix, Dusty Slay's Half Hour is there. It is absolutely hysterical. you got to check it out. We're having a good time. It's Dusty Slay on The Morning X. Thank you very much, man. All right, thank you. Rockford's own Rock Morning Show. It's a good show. This is a damn good show. The Morning X with Kev. 819 on 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev and Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau on the phone. Hey, Dan. Hey, how's it going? Uh, good, good. Uh, now, I'm, I'm wondering, because uh, we post our question on Facebook, have you ever had a story that ends with, and then I woke up in the hospital? You got a, you got a story like that? You're here all of a sudden woken up in the hospital? Fortunately not, no. Well, that's good, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's some good stories out there, though, so on our Facebook page at the X Rockford, if you want to participate in that, I'm sure there's some great ones out there. Uh, the only time I can really remember myself is I, I had appendicitis when I was 13, and um, Ooh, yeah. I, I don't remember the time from when they said, hey, you have appendicitis to like taking me down to surgery. I just remember waking up in a hospital bed and uh, being in very much pain. That's all I remember. Oh. <laughs> That's mine. But if you have a good one, you can you can uh, participate on our Facebook page at The X Rockford. Dan is here, however, to talk about what's happening in the Rockford region this weekend. What's going on, man? Yeah, um, we have a pretty exciting week here with the uh, Rockford Region Restaurant Week going on. So if you haven't made it out to a local restaurant yet, I would encourage you to do so here this weekend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you're able to uh, go to GoRockford.com and view all the specials that the restaurants have submitted and then um, vote for your favorite for a chance to win a $100 gift card. So good excuse to go try someplace new. I got an idea. How about every week is restaurant week? Yes. Now now we're talking. Can we make it restaurant year? Yes. Every 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 day. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's important to support these businesses, the local businesses, many of many of which struggled uh, over the you know, the early parts of the pandemic. So I'm sure I'm sure they would appreciate your business during restaurant week. Yes, definitely. And there's some fun specials too, so it makes it a little bit more, more fun here this week. For um, sure. also going on also going on, the uh, Illinois Snow Sculpting Competition, they had a perfect weather for it here. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, you know what, uh, that's that's in our newscast this morning, too, and they're talking about, they were out there yesterday in, in yeah. 15 below temperatures. I, I don't love ice sculpting that much. I, it's, it takes a certain amount of dedication to be out there at that temperature. It it must it, it must because that is just, that's not, I don't know if there's anything I love doing enough that I would do it in 15 below weather. Yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> but yeah, but props hey, props to them. 
Yeah, props to them. I'm sure they've got some good uh, sculptures at this point. So uh, it's in Mississippi Park, and you're able to drive through and uh, check it out. You, you don't even have to get out of your car. Oh, good. <laughs> in there with the heater on. I like that. Yes, keep the heater on. And then uh, finally here, uh, a new event, Rockford's North End Hot Chocolate Crawl, similar to the Rockton Hot Chocolate Crawl, um, hmm. except this one doesn't have tickets. So all the businesses along North Main Street, you uh, go buy some hot chocolate and uh, go from place to place, and um, you could win some prizes there, too. Now, can we add some uh, special sauce to that hot chocolate? You know, that that is a good question. I bet at uh, the Olympic Tavern you could get some special sauce in your hot chocolate. Yeah, a little, little, little additive to yeah, the, uh, to the hot could. chocolate. I mean, I, I like regular hot chocolate, sure, but, you know, if I'm going to make an event out of it, I'd add yeah. some uh, Everclear or something in there. <laughs> there you go. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, you're okay. I was, I was a little worried there. <laughs> I was. I didn't know you were done talking, and I had a big mouthful of coffee, and I didn't want to spit it out just so I could talk back to you. Uh, that's cool, man. Appreciate that. And all the events that Dan talked about and more, you can find them at GoRockford.com, and there you can sign up for that e-blast, right? Yes, definitely. Check out those details for Restaurant Week as well as the other events. Excellent. Dan from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Till next time, my friend. Yes, thanks for having me. Mm-hmm. And now those words you'd long for your whole life. I've got a head More on the Morning X after this. The Real Rock Report on the Morning X. It's time for the Real Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill and Jack's Pub with that report. It's Luke. Ghost unveiled a new song, new outfits, and uh, kicked off their tour, their co-headlining tour with Volbeat in Reno earlier this week. Tobias Forge says tracks on this new album that they're pushing were inspired by everything from serial killers to politicians. That album, uh, Ghosts Impera, that's going to be out on March 11th. Yesterday would have been Eddie Van Halen's 67th birthday. Now, uh, if you're in the mood for a whole bunch of sad, just go dig through the messages on Instagram about Eddie. When your ex-wife is one of the people posting about how much you're missed, you've done something right in this world. Absolutely. Wouldn't you say that's a pretty good indicator of how much you're missed when your ex is out there going, he was the best. Yeah, you know, just because it doesn't work out between two people doesn't mean they have to hate each other. Clearly, they don't. Uh, Valerie Bertinelli, one of them, uh, making many Instagram posts yesterday about Eddie. Uh, 67th birthday would have been yesterday. That's just sad. And The Smile, new side project from Tom York and Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead, posted a video on Twitter of their rehearsal for the three streaming shows they're doing this weekend, if you want to check that out. That's your Real Rock Report, powered by Oscars Pub and Grill on East State and Jack's Pub on North Perryville. Both open at 11 a.m. They're setting you up with 475, Captain Morgan's, Tito's, Jameson, and Screwball, Every day, plus 425 House Wines Daily. I'm still on probation. I'm not allowed to talk about celebrities dying, because when I do, they die. That seems to be what happens. Well, we so. haven't had one this week, so... Right. right? I haven't mentioned anybody. We haven't, had so. we? No, we didn't. <laughs> right. It just seems to be... I, I seem to be cursed in this studio. That seems to happen around here, so I'm not going to say anything. It's It's been a, it's been a, quite the run. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to believe that Eddie Van Halen was almost two years ago. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's been a... Rough. It's a rough go of it. Uh, have you ever woken up in the hospital? Um, no. <laughs> I mean, not I, yes, but knowing I had been there when I went to sleep. Not like I went to sleep somewhere else and woke up in a hospital. Right. 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 I, I imagine we got to have listeners who have a story where you woke up at the hospital. Well, what the hell just happened? Yeah. 
maybe you passed out, maybe you got blackout drunk and woke up. There's a great video of these dudes that play a practical joke on their friend who like clearly was drinking way too much. And I think he ended up driving home and they found him passed out on his porch or something. <laughs> so they like put him in what a, a fake hospital room and made him think like there was a bad accident and, like tricked this guy into thinking like a lot of bad stuff went down and then they were like no they didn't stupid but don't drink and drive like nothing bad happened but this guy was like you know it tripped him up what what kind of resources do these guys have to create a fake hospital it wasn't room? like you know it wasn't equipment and stuff like that they had him in like a room <laughs> okay. that he didn't recognize and it was it looked hospitalish but it didn't have like air okay. tanks and stuff like that uh, okay i was like man these guys got like uh, did they work on a movie set or but something then, to your point that's you know you, you you pass out what happens and next thing you know you're waking up Boom, in a hospital. Right, yeah. If you ever had a story like that, share it with us on our Facebook page wow. at The X Rockford. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Chelsea down the hall says she's got a good story. Oh. So I'm going to make her come in here and tell me that story tomorrow on the show. All right. Uh, yeah, I can't say it's ever really happened to me. Uh, yeah, I've never ended up in the hospital. I mean, I've woken up from surgery wondering what the hell just happened. Oh, yeah, right. But you knew you were going in. Like, you, you got yeah. yourself there. Right. Like, but I, I, I don't even remember the point between them saying you're going to surgery and waking up. Like, yeah. It all just was erased by whatever anesthetic they gave me. <laughs> that stuff is crazy, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. For sure. So, uh, yeah, look at your stories. You can uh, text it to me as well. Text Kev, followed by your story, to 59457. Love to hear from you on that. Hey, uh, well, warmer today, 33. That's great. Yes. 33 today. Back down to the teens tomorrow. 20s over the weekend. And then sometime midweek next week, we'll get up to almost 40. So uh, definitely kind of wacky weather. Just get used to it. Only thing left to do now is to read today's positive affirmation that you promised was going to be better than yesterday's. Uh, Did I? I feel like you might have. Oh, no, I promised that about the one that we got for yesterday. Oh, okay. I promised uh, that on uh, what that would have been Tuesday. This oh, one, right. this one's, it just says Thursday, January 27th, self-love. Don't look for your worth in people or productivity. Speak to yourself with true compassion. Accept what you cannot change. Say no without hesitation. Put your phone down. Know yourself. That's what, uh, that's what I'm being told for today. And that's a lot. That's a lot for one day. I don't know. have that kind of time. That's a calendar of 365 slots. They could have filled six of them with that uh, yeah, one. Yeah, that, there's a lot going on in this one. I mean, this is completely reinventing yourself. I don't have that kind of time. I like to put the phone down thing. Once in a while, that's really healthy. Sure, yeah. I agree with that. But there's a lot going on in this one. Yeah. Well, hopefully tomorrow's will be better. <laughs> there's there's 320 other chances for the rest Say of this no year. Say no without hesitation. Fine. No, I'm not going to do any of this. Fine. No, done. All right. You got it. <laughs> I love it. It's called the negativity is boring, but then it's telling you to say no. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. That's counterproductive. They wrote like a novel on that one. Forget it. And now, science shit. You know, I'd like to bring you up to speed on what the nerds are working on over there in science land. The James Webb Telescope reaches parking spot on Monday, about a million miles away from Earth. I would kind of like to be a million miles away from Earth sometimes. To go join this telescope. It still needs to align all its mirrors, and that's going to take a while. NASA says it'll be another five to six months before we can see the first pictures from that telescope. Can you imagine? Six months to adjust your mirrors? They call themselves scientists. An old SpaceX booster from 2015 uh, is going to crash into the moon in about a month. The uh, math nerds who track the space junk realize they're on a collision course, and they say it's going to happen on March 4th, and they think that this is the first time we've ever landed on the moon by mistake. People are not landing, but this is the first time we've ever landed something on the moon accidentally. 
I wonder what kind of power that would have. You know, could could this thing crashing into the moon knock the moon off its orbit course and send it hurtling toward the Earth? I wonder about that sometimes. Uh, we're probably never going to know the exact year that the huge asteroid killed off all the dinosaurs, which isn't true. Which isn't true. We all know the dinosaurs are fake. The dinosaurs were planted there by people who didn't want us to believe in God. It was around 66 million years ago, but scientists say they have figured out what month it was. By looking at the fossil record, they think it might have happened in early June. So, we can start celebrating the anniversary of the death of the dinosaurs in June. Dinosaur Day. Could humans have the ability to regrow limbs someday? It's a possibility. A team of researchers in Massachusetts just did it with a frog that lost its leg. Well, frogs have some weird DNA. I learned from Jurassic Park. I don't know how I don't know how uh, on point the science in Jurassic Park is, but they said that a frog can change genders. If there are like too many dudes, if it's a giant sausage fest, <laughs> one of the dudes can change into a girl and actually have working reproductive girl parts. Uh, and so why not? They can regrow limbs, but we can't do that. So uh, maybe we can't regrow limbs. I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't use frogs as the basis. And finally, a new study found that the Omicron variant may have originated in mice, not people. They think that mice got COVID, then it mutated, then they gave it back to us as Omicron, which further, uh, which, which further perpetuates my theory. Mice are dicks. The Morning X with Kev. The noise is almost unbearable. You can hardly hear yourself think. Rockford's own rock morning show. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev at 715 on a sexy Friday. Yeah, that's right. Find a reason to use sexy saxophone music in your life today. That's your assignment on a sexy Friday. Careless whisper. You pull this up on your YouTube or whatever. Just have it at the ready. Catches people off guard, especially when you're at the grocery store, you know? And they're like, okay, that'll be uh, $39.95, and you're just like, you won't cash a check. Yeah. Just whip out the sax music today on a saxy Friday. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's cool, right? Every damn day. Every day can't be a holiday. Uh, yes, it can. You get to celebrate anything. Today is actually, according to the official stupid-ass holiday calendar, is National Fun at Work Day today. If having fun at work is not something you're used to doing, today's the day to give it a give it a whirl. Sure, work can be hard, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't have any fun. Just because you have a demanding job doesn't mean you can't take a dump on your boss's desk every once in a while. Doesn't mean you can't crop dust the accounting department or... Uh, you know, go up to the guy who's uh, operating the big machine and flash him. Actually, I don't I don't recommend that. Nowadays, you get in trouble for that. But hey, have some fun at work today, huh? If you're a boss, call everybody in your crew for lunch. Take everybody out for lunch today. Have a party. Bottom line, we spend a lot of time at work. No reason to be miserable while we're on the job. Because you know what? When you're miserable on the job, that makes you a miserable person. And then you are miserable to other people. Have a little kindness in your life. Have some fun at work today. Let out a massive fart and see how long it takes for people to realize it was you. Whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do to have fun at work today. Today's the day to do it. All right. Enjoy. 
A wise, cracking, smart motherfucker. The Morning X with Cav. 25 in the Morning X. It is Cav. What's going on, Chelsea? What's going on? Happy Friday. <laughs> Yeah, we're solving the world's problems in here just before uh, before the song ended. We were talking about we need to invent something that peels a potato for you. Why do we not have this yet? Right. It's 2022. You would think that they would come up with something other than that potato peeler. Right, because we're talking about you have to hold it in your hand, and then you have a blade that you've got to slice the peel off the potato. I don't know if there is something, but I haven't heard of it. And if I if I did know about it, I would have it already. Same. Because, I mean, yesterday I was, t- I was zesting a lime for, for dinner yesterday and zested my knuckle right off <laughs> So, like, I don't know. There are machines that do a lot of stuff. I got, I got something that spirals vegetables and stuff like that, but it doesn't peel them for right. you. And it's not laziness. It's a safety thing. No, and you're going to, like, cut your finger off doing right. that. Right. I've sliced pieces of myself off before. You're going to end up in the hospital or something. Yeah. And furthermore, furthermore, why don't they invent something that shaves my head for me so I don't have to <laughs> cut my fingers while I'm doing that? Because I told you I was shaving my head and sliced part of my thumbnail off. Like the, I took a chunk out of the center of the thumbnail, if you Ugh. can imagine that. And, uh, you know, this is how you end up in the hospital. And I put on Facebook uh, yesterday, what is your... I woke up in the hospital story, and s- s- amazingly, nobody commented on this. Really? I got zero stories, and I was sure that in the Rockford region, I would have at least 10 people with a crazy, and then I woke up in the hospital right. stories. I don't know if people were embarrassed to share, probably, or if the algorithm on their Facebook just didn't show it to them or yeah. something, uh, but it's rare that we get zero on a post like that. Right. So you tell me you have a story, Chelsea, I, and I would love to hear yours. I do. Okay, so when I was younger, I was probably like eight years old. I remember I grew up in a church, so I was chasing my crush around this church right the next thing i know i literally woke up in the hospital so (laughs) apparently like i ran into something and i knocked myself out and so my grandparents ended up having to take me to the hospital sounds like sounds like jesus did what you acted a fool up in his house (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) or that wasn't the right person for me so so what you had did you have like a concussion or i had uh, a concussion yeah you need stitches i didn't need stitches i must have just like because you know in a kitchen there's obviously like a cabinet area. Sure. I must have ran into that in the church. So <laughs> I woke up and I'm like, what's going on? All these people are around me. Oh, uh, Jesus man. was like, no child. Literally, no. No child. <laughs> Thou shalt not act like an idiot in my kitchen. Up in here. Up, up in, in here. here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I would love to hear your story still. If you've got one, 815-874-2104. If you want to text me your story, you can text it. Text Kevin your story to 59457. I've never just suddenly woken up in the hospital before, but I've been in the hospital where, like, uh, it, when I was 13, I had appendicitis and almost, almost died. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was real bad. And uh, all I remember is, oh, no, we got to get you to surgery now. And then I woke up. Like wow. that. Like, that's how quickly the whole thing happened for me because they brought me in there. And, and then I, the next thing I know, I'm waking up and, like, the, uh, the doctor is right in my face because I was trying to sit up. Uh, After you got yeah, I didn't your appendix know, out. I didn't know what happened. Like I just was like, oh, and I got up and I and I felt like I had to pee, so I woke up and I go, I gotta pee, and I sit up, I sit up, and the doctor's like, oh no no oh, no, no no, they're wheeling me down the hallway at this point to take me to whatever room yeah. for recovery, and uh, they're like, you can't sit up right now, honey, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, what do you mean? No. Like I gotta pee. They're like, you don't have to pee. You have in a catheter right oh. now. And and then they're like, by the way, we're gonna pull it out. And it, like it was it, that. That's all I remember from that. Oh. And then 
as far as I know, I was pretty much dead to the world for the next three to four days. Like, yeah. People said they came to visit me. I don't recall like, right. them being there. They said I had conversations with them. Don't recall those conversations. Oh, and you want to hear something spooky? Yeah. It's that my aunt mm-hmm. said that while I was there, this is how close I was to the other side. Right. This is how close I was to dying. Oh my, my gosh. My aunt said she came to visit me. I don't remember this at all. She said she came to visit me and she thought about asking me a question and I answered the question. What? Yeah. Like she said, she thought about asking me, you know, how does it, does it hurt or whatever and or something. And I just said, yeah, uh, a little bit. And but she never asked the question. She <gasps> she thought about it, but said, oh, he's unconscious. He's not going to answer. And then I answered in my this is how close I was to that plane. Oh, my God. Of existence, Chelsea. It's insane to think like, you know, there's a whole nother side that we really don't even know. Yes. And finally, I get to talk to somebody who is uh, who believes in this stuff. <laughs> I, I totally believe you. I'm like, that is crazy. Or you have some superpower that you don't know about. That could be it, too. Yeah, I could. You were channeling your inner like superhero. And that would suck because I am too old now to be a superhero. <laughs> there's no superhero who finds out about his abilities at the age of 40. Well, now there is. What would they call the uh, 40-year-old superhero? The 40-year-old superhero? Bald man. (laughs) Kind of like the 40-year-old virgin, but like the 40-year-old superhero? (laughs) Yeah, well, what can I do? Grumble people to death? Yeah, hit them with your cane. Complain a lot? Yeah. (laughs) I I don't know. (laughs) Bury them in fiber one cereal? That'd be great. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Well, if you have a I woke up in the hospital story, I want to hear it. Don't be shy. Also going on our Facebook page right now, uh, it's positivity time. We need some positivity in our lives this week, and uh, I've got a post up there right now. Tag somebody you know and say something nice about them. I dare you. I dare you. I'm tired of positivity being looked at as like a weakness or like you're a sissy because you said something nice. Like everyone's got to say something mean all the time to seem tough. You know what I mean? Like, say something nice about somebody you know. That takes more guts, I think. In this day and age, it does. It really does. Build somebody up today. I want to see it on our Facebook page. You can do it right now at the X Rockford. Chelsea, thanks for sharing. Of course. It went downhill from there. 104.9, the morning X. You were talking about what do you call a 40-year-old superhero? Yeah, what do you call him? Batman. Is Batman 40? Um, it depends on which universe with, yeah, you know, all the comic book stuff you get into. Uh, but there was an animated show back in the, oh, geez, probably early 2000s, late 90s. Oh, sure, yeah, Batman, Batman the Beyond. Animated Series. Yeah, that was a great that was a great series. No, not just Batman the Animated Series. There was Batman Beyond. Oh, Batman Beyond, okay. Where Batman Bruce Wayne is passing the cowl to, oh, Lord, I don't remember his name anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you either. Wasn't Ben Affleck like fifty when he played Batman? I have no idea. Or do we not? Or do we? Do we not count Ben Affleck at all? I, I don't know. I would rather have. I haven't seen the new Batman yet, but Ben Affleck was definitely better. And I'm very scared about Robert Patterson. You know what? It, it looks like it's going to be kind of an emo Batman, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't it look like a little bit of like My Chemical Romance fan became Batman? <laughs> uh. I don't know. I'm. My, my personal favorite is still Val Kilmer. Really? With Nicole Kidman and uh, uh, who was it? Who, who, Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell, Tommy Lee Jones, and Jim Carrey, yeah. Oh, that was the, yeah, that was, that, the, that was the Jim Carrey one when he was the Riddler. Oh, I almost forgot yeah. that he was the Riddler. Man, I got to rewatch all the Batmans. Dude, I don't care who you are. That is one fine-ass cast. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- yeah, they're pretty hot. One four nine the morning X Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs in the I building on the phone. 
<laughs> Wait, I'm confused. I'm I'm on the phone in the building. Why don't I just come down to the studio? Mike Peck. I don't, I don't get this whole COVID thing. Like, I, I'm in the building, but on the phone, sitting in your lobby. This is really <laughs> weird. <laughs> Mike Peck, in person, on the phone, live on tape. <laughs> yeah, there it is. All right, now we're rolling. <laughs> well, what's up, man? No games at the BMO this weekend, huh? Yeah, it's kind of weird. We just uh, got done with our meat grinder of a month in January. Uh, we've had a lot of hockey games here over the last uh, three weeks, but uh, the team's on the road this weekend and uh, still playing playing some good hockey, which is good. But, yeah, the uh, all of us but Joey Z get get to catch our breath here this weekend. <laughs> yeah, that dude's a workhorse. When he's not doing stuff for the Hogs, he's doing stuff for the Blackhawks. Yeah, he's been all over the place. What a start to the new year for, for Joey and uh, getting to go to Chicago and call a couple of games with the uh, – the Blackhawks, they kind of got bit with the old COVID bug up there. And, you know, an opportunity for him, which is, which is awesome. Yeah, that's, that's great for him. It's great that he's getting it's great that he's getting major market experience. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and that's what it's all about. You know, we, always, we always talk about the players going up. But, you know, a lot of times the, uh, a lot of folks in the front office staff or the support staff on the hockey ops, I mean, that's their, their goal, too, is to, to get to, to the next level, which is the yeah. NHL. And, and Joey's got, I think he's gotten to call six games this year, which is pretty cool. And he's not bad at what he does, so they're probably impressed, which means when they have an opening, guess who they're going to call, and then we're going to lose him. Yeah, well, that's, that's that as is life, you know, <laughs> and uh, you know what, that, that's okay, because that's what, uh, that's what they're, everyone's here for. Uh, so the Hogs on the road this weekend, uh, playing in Milwaukee and in uh, fake Chicago, and then coming, <laughs> and then coming back to the BMO on Wednesday with, uh, with the Milwaukee Admirals. Yeah, that never gets old, by the way. Uh, they're playing in the suburbs this week. He's playing a team that is just called Chicago uh, Wolves. But, yeah, uh, so it's a couple of road games against the division rivals, uh, the two, arguably two top rivals. Yeah, and then sure. back home Wednesday. And uh, February is pretty nice. It's, uh, it's like basically uh, we have a couple of midweek games, but otherwise it's almost one, one game a weekend. So it's a great opportunity to come out and watch the Hogs. And, um, you know, it's, like I said, teams have been playing great here over the last uh, four weeks. And, uh, right in the thick of, of, of the playoff race. Well, great, man. I, I wish you guys the best of luck because uh, I love the Ice Hogs. I've never really glommed on to a, a hockey team before, but I do I do have a special place in my heart for the Hogs and you and uh, and what the hell, Joey, too. Man, well, we and Joey appreciates that, too. Now, the only thing i got to tell you, Kev, you don't have to wear that pig's nose all over town. I mean, I think everyone's figured out you're a big fan now, so you can take that bit, that hog's nose off. <laughs> I'm just trying to fit in with Hammy. That's all. I just It's like I have yeah. I have goals and being the guy inside the Hammy is it Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. Let me let me <laughs> Let me rewind a little bit and rephrase that. I want to be Hammy. That's what I that's all I've ever wanted to be. Oh man, that, we might be able to arrange that. We'll have to see. I, you know, I may know a person or two inside the organization, or if you're from Canada, the organization. Organization. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that's your Canadian word of the day. I'm so organization. I'm so, every, all the listeners today. Every time you say organization, you have to say organization and process. And uh, and I'm sorry. See now you you completely killed the bit because I was going to do a Canadian word of the, of the day each of the next several Fridays. Now you just took like half. The Canadian Dictionary. Don't worry, Mike. Nobody's listening anyway. <laughs> well, we'll follow the process, all right? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> all right. All right, man. Icehogs.com for tickets. You can also get them by doing what? Uh, you can uh, You can also call 815-968-5222. That number again. 
815-968-5222. And thank you very much, uh, Mike Peck from the Ice Hawks. We'll talk to you next week. All right, have a great weekend. You too. You're listening to Kev. So what do you think of a character like that? 1049. Well, I think you're wise to keep him locked up, Doctor. The Morning X. All right, we good? Yeah, uh, we're good. Yeah. Look at that. You made it all the way through the podcast. Congratulations. Hey, if you're a podcast listener and you want to chime in on anything we talked about, you can always text me, text Kev, spacebar your message to 59457, or leave me a voicemail, 815-575-XVM1. Let me know you're a podcast listener. Thanks a lot.